right, time for the uh, top four, four. Four biggest stories in the world of sports is brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you guys. What you got? Fourth biggest story here. We're just talking some lava bears. I don't know if anyone noticed there. Fourth biggest story involved. <laughs> oh, that was happening? In yeah, there? yeah, yeah. You tell Jake to mind his own business. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And nothing to do with poor Jake. Kill the commercial. Anyways, uh, let's talk college football. Quinn Ewers. Years. Could be a first round draft pick place for the Texas Longhorns. Mullet boy, you might know him as. He's scheduled to miss a few games for Texas. Ah, mm. the world of college athletics when you have no idea how long an athlete's out for. And they can get away with that. We might see a new quarterback under center. Levac, it's likely Malik Murphy and not the super hyped prospect Arch Manning. So two questions here. I know we're talking Texas football. Is Texas back? All right, it's out. Yes, they're awesome. <laughs> One, do you think Ewers ever plays for the Longhorns again? And I think you know where I'm leading you down with that question. And two, should we be concerned that Arch Manning's not getting a start here in his true freshman season? Uh, all right. Does Ewers play? I, it, it all, it all comes down to how Malik plays. I know that they've wanted to give him a shot anyway, but like, if he how how hurt is he? We don't know. Bah, 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 bah. Let, let me rephrase that. Sorry. Do you think because he's an NFL prospect, he might be like, I'm good, not play again? That reason. I think it'll all come down to how the season goes. He doesn't strike me as the guy that walks away from the teammates that early. Plus, I really don't think he has enough on tape right now to guarantee that first round pick. We know this. Everybody's seen it. Every year, somebody's come screaming up the draft board. I was just telling somebody the story of Patrick Mahomes. Nobody's talking about him. And then the next thing you know, he's all anybody's talking about on Radio Row. He's standing like eight feet from us in a Canadian tuxedo. We're talking about him. I'm like, you want to sit down? He's like, no, nah, just keep making fun of me or whatever. Like, it's like we didn't know you were. That really happens. Yeah. Eesh. And... That, that kind of thing. So he needs... I think he if he can play more, he should because he needs to be out like in front of it but if, if Malik Dunce goes off I've heard they really like him and they want to see what he can do um I don't think he's the arts this year no matter what I think he'll go into a true competition in the offseason to win the spot or Malik maybe goes into the transfer portal and then arch takes over but both those guys are expected to be studs at the college football for you football. for yours I think he's done you really do. I, I believe. Has he done enough to get to get a first round? No. But here's the problem with him. He's one of these kids, similar to Bryce Harper, that decided to bolt out of high school early. He said, I'm going to go get my NIL money. Went to Ohio State. Didn't play. Transferred. So his eyes have been set on the NFL his entire career. And he might be like, I don't need to do this. I'm going to put more stuff on tape. He's watching what's happening with Caleb Williams. Williams is a true sophomore, so a little bit different. But he thinks... You know, sometimes that extra year in college doesn't help as much. Johnny Manziel, all anybody did was criticize, although Manziel could have made a ton of money now. I feel like he bounces. Murphy's awesome. He's huge. He's a really good quarterback. To have that type of confidence to be like, I know Arch Manning's here, and I know another huge prospect's here. I think I'm better than both of them, and I'm going to stick around. Murphy's got an opportunity to showcase his skill set. As to the hype around Arch Manning, it goes back to the Manning family being hit, man. The Manning family controls football. They're on Monday Night Football. They decide where their sons are going to play. They get pieces on Fox as Cooper is a comedian. Now they just straight up told Texas, hey, if you want Archie's not playing as a freshman, some power for the Manning family. What other prospect that's been hyped like him? They say, nah, he's good. He's not going to play his first year. He's not ready. Yeah, but I don't think they want to either. And again, it's you they have. Texas or are they the Manning I think, family? I think Texas because you've, you've got yours. He's, 
he is a very, very good quarterback at the college level. I'm still not convinced about the pro level. I'd like to see him play more. That's me. Malik Murphy's the kid who blew everybody away as far as watching him play in the in the in the in the preseason and everything like that. I don't know why I couldn't think of the word preseason. Um, obviously, Arch Manning's who we all want to see because it's all we've heard about for the last three to five years. But if I'm Texas, why would I rush him? I, and and look, Malik Murphy, you go out there, you light it up for a couple games. I'm not a bad coach if I look you in the eye and go, hey, you know who's starting next year, right? It ain't you. I'd love if you stayed. But if you want to get in the portal, I'll understand it. Start number three, another college football story. The top 25 pulls out. Top 10 looks like this quickly. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Washington. That's your top five. Oklahoma, Texas, Oregon, Alabama, and Penn State is your top 10. Here's the most intriguing storyline. It's the top six. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Washington, Oklahoma. I read those again because all those teams are still undefeated. Back right now, we've got six power five teams that are undefeated. Yes, we do. Zero losses, one loss. Never two, lost. Two losses. It feels like we're going to get at least three undefeated teams. We're not going to get as high as six, right? We can't because Michigan and Ohio State are going to play. There you go. So that fixes at least one of them. Um, I think the interesting story now is, do you know who the betting favorite is? Not only for the national championship, but for the Heisman. Okay. I would say Georgia is the favorite. I would actually put Georgia at minus money. I hope people know what I'm talking about when I say minus money. The minus is in front. So I would say Georgia is the favorite to win the national championship. Right now, the favorite who's getting all the action is the Michigan Wolverines. Really? By the way, I know you can't even say this because, God forbid, you even besmirch your Heisman voting. J.G. McCarthy is now becoming the one who's getting the most action to win the Heisman. Whoa. Go blue. Huh? I don't all blue. I still don't believe he's even the best player on that roster. He's he's good. He does everything he's asked to do. If you watch those games too, and like when he, when he comes out because they're putting a beat down on people, he's cheering on the other quarterbacks. Those are the kind of things I really like to see. Ohio State, it's a primetime game on NBC against Wisconsin this week. I told you this yesterday. The NBC Big Ten games have been awful the last few weeks. NBC spent a lot of money. Some would even say they changed the Big Ten forever with television rights. <laughs> Something stinky out there. Ooh. Not the cheese in Wisconsin. Something stinky is going on in the Wisconsin-Ohio really? State line. That's a Monday sniff for me. Really? Wow. All right. I'll keep an eye on, on that. that one. Yeah, absolutely. In my, in my nostrils. Monday Night Football, we move on to story number two. The Niners taking on the Vikings. It will wrap up week seven of NFL football action. LeVac, we can preview this a little later in the show. I think we should because there's a lot of storylines to dive into. The Vikings, I'll give you this one, though. They lose tonight to the 49ers. They done? Season already over? Or does it not even matter tonight? You've seen enough out of Minnesota to declare the Viking postseason hopes dead. That's a big loss to lose Justin Jefferson. I mean, that's not like it's it's not crazy for a team to look at itself and feel like they can't make it after that point. A lot of adjustments made on the defense. Uh, you're in there with the Lions. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I, you're you're on life support tonight. You're we pull the plug if you lose tonight. When I'm, you lose tonight, sorry. I'm with you on that too. But I also wonder about the NFC. I'm like, are, are we really going to see two teams from the South get in the postseason? I'll give you the Seahawks as a team. I'll give you the Cowboys. We need a seventh. Right, Minnesota, 
Atlanta, Tampa, New Orleans, do you want the, uh, the Rams. Do you want the cliche? If the season ended today, you would have uh, Tampa would be seventh, Atlanta would be four. Yeah, you'd have you'd have two from the south in there, buddy. I like them apples. Yeah. Uh, big win for Tampa in week one when they beat the Vikings. Yep. That's going to be really important potentially later on. That's why I tossed that storyline out there of if Minnesota goes out today, we could be flipping back here on Tuesday and saying Minnesota's better than Tampa, even though Tampa beat them, and New Orleans and Atlanta and everybody else that would be in contention for a final playoff berth. That's how important it is for Vikings fans. Totally agree, though. Somebody has to step up in Justin Jefferson's absence, and I think I got the name before the show signs off tonight. Okay. All right. I look forward to that. Story number one, we've got game six and game seven. Game seven. It's a great night in sports tonight with baseball and football. We got potentially the World Series could be official tonight if we see the Philadelphia Phillies knock off the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Phillies and Diamondbacks get started in a little less than an hour. That's a 5.07 first pitch on the East Coast. Rangers, Astros, game seven. Who wins the American League Levac Max Scherzer's on the mound for the Rangers. Ooh, ooh. Aaron Nola's on the mound for the Phillies. I mentioned ooh. those two names because those are some of the best pitchers in baseball for the last five to six seasons. We got some good baseball tonight, even though the New York teams aren't in action. Just, just to point out how much I dislike the Astros, I do feel the the pressure of a Game 7. Like, it usually the, the, the Game 7 thing for me is it's got to be one of my squads that I root for. Or it's got to be a storyline that's so good that I'm in no matter what, or I just or I just watch it and enjoy it. I don't really have the same the same anxiety. I hate the Astros so much for cheating and just and just being what they are that I feel I feel stress and anxiety going into tonight's game seven. I'm into this game. I'm I'm definitely it's a dual screen night in the Levac household. I'm gonna have the big screen. I I'm probably still gonna be football. I mean it is a football household, but then. Next to it, slightly smaller screen. Watching Max Scherzer try to wake up the the echoes of what he used to be able to do. Guys, especially on Mondays, these are the nights where you have to have the conversation with her of like, you can watch The Golden Bachelor. You can catch up on your reality show tonight. Whatever you want, but I need the big TV for this one. And you know how you get that? Lillian David Fine Jewelers. That's the place for you. Make sure you're taking care of her this holiday season. Maybe she's been dropping hints that... She's ready to be no longer the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, my sister got engaged. Oh, my best friend from high school got engaged. Oh, those are hints that your time has come. It's time to buy the ring. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, the shops of Wilton is the place that you need to go. I know from experience, engagement ring, Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I didn't know what I was doing. By, by the way, she, yeah. goes, she oh, did you see the tennis bracelet? So-and-so got so-and-so. Or the new earring, so-and-so. Those are hints, everyone. Those are hints. Those aren't. She isn't just making sure you noticed. Hopefully, she's listening right now. You two are in the car. That would make my day if all of a sudden she hears like, "See, these two get it." Take me to Lily and David Feinjuler. It's okay if you want to go with these her. These shaved apes understand. Why don't you, Alyssa, Tammy, G, David? They will help you find what she's looking for. You can even drop their names. Hey, I hear Levant Goss talking about you guys all the time. Is it really true? Goss was sweating like a madman yes. when he had to buy his engagement ring. Yes. And he continues to come back, and he botched the proposal. They will tell you all those stories and more. 
support family-owned and operated businesses like Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I love going back, continue to celebrate those huge moments in my life with them because they continue to step up for me, and they can do the same for you. Shops of Wilton's the place. Put it on your phone. Make it a, an appointment coming up here as we get closer and closer to the holiday season. It's Lily and David Fine Jewelers. When you stop in, tell me you heard about my story, Goss's story from Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Is it time to shuffle Buffalo off? Will they Are they out of the ring conversation? Coming up next, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. There's lots to love from Apple right now at Verizon. Get the It's Levac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Oh. Every time I hear this song. What do you mean? It's a great song, Levac. Oh. The return of the Mac for Mac Jones. Is that what this is? You now believe? Come no on, that was good. Jones? Macaroni Jones is no, no longer. After that final drive. Um, it's the return of the Mac, Levac. Dude, I, I am so... I want to believe that the Bills will write to the ship, that they'll just figure out whatever this thing is that's not right. I've told you, I I really, I think there's a serious undervalue to what, like if you don't watch the Bills a lot, if you're not a diehard Bills fan, you don't re- you don't realize what Matt Milano brought to that to that defense. He's a he's a linebacker. You're like oh well, you can get more linebackers. I for my money, he is the best cover linebacker in the NFL. Like if I needed a guy who is going to slow down Travis Kelsey, slow down, you know, whoever, that's my guy. Now, I don't, obviously, like, for a tight end of Kelsey's magnitude, you would love to have a great safety. You'd love to have a, a big corner. But when you've got a Matt Milano, you can you can hand him off, like, in a zone across the middle, and he can cover him for, you know, five to ten yards at a clip. He can do it. So, like, I think it changes the entire defensive philosophy of the bills to not have him that being said why the hell can't you score points like you've always been able to score points that's never been a problem josh allen has become the lebron james of the nfl he's flopping on everything now i know he's a big dude which means he gets he gets a lot more punishment doesn't always get the calls maybe this is his way of getting the calls i can't believe i'm about to say this out loud i preferred brady's way of getting the calls where he was constantly yipping and yapping at the ref to the flopping that's that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I can ever remember saying this about this group of the Buffalo Bills. I'm talking management, coaching, skill players, impact players on the field. It's the first time in the, like the last five years where I sit here on a Monday and say they weren't ready. Mm-mm. They were underprepared. They were not coached well enough. They weren't disciplined enough. They made mistakes. It is when they stepped on the field. They look like, and I'm going to place it on Sean McDermott, outcoached by Bill Belichick. Yeah. Now, Belichick had win 300. Belichick's arguably the GOAT, the greatest of all time as a coach. But I went. here's an example of how quick it got bad for Buffalo. I went and got LeVac lunch on Sunday <laughs> at Johnny's. Uh, Very good, me, by the way. Thank you. Not Johnny's. Flipped. I want to make sure I clarify. Oh, that. you There's went to Flipped? A, I went to Flipped. Oh. I want to make sure I get that right. I know we talked to Johnny's a lot on Sunday. I made a last-second decision. I went over to Flipped. So, Flipped, you get your guys' love as well. Okay. I didn't know that. So, you never told me that. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it was flipped. <laughs> oh, no. It was really good. So by the time I got back, the Bills were already getting their butts kicked. Yeah. From the moment that game fe- felt like a kickoff all the way through, defense, offense, what what happened? Like, they were so underprepared for that game that you have to point to Sean McDermott because they weren't the same team against Jacksonville and then New England. We've kind of been given Buffalo breaks. Like, you know what? They're so skilled. They're so good. They're always going to lean on that talent. And get it. 
Well, guess what? Against tough competition, teams that know you, teams you're familiar with, the Miami win helped a ton. They looked so unprepared in that game against New England. Belichick and his staff, credit where credit's due. But Buffalo wasn't ready, and it never came. LeVac, how are they going to make the playoffs? Like, now I'm looking mm. at it like I knew we were going to hit this point in the season because of Buffalo's schedule that we are going to wonder. But there's something that's got to change because Milano's not coming back. And the coaching, they still got tough opponents. Yeah, It's a what-the-hell's-going-wrong-in-Buffalo moment on Western New York because that was a mess from start to finish. They still have plenty of talent. They have plenty no of talent. They can this. They can write the ship. There's there's a bunch of things to be positive about. Um, short week, you got the Buccaneers coming. I'm not a big Buccaneers guy. You know that. That worked out well for me yesterday. Not so much for you. <laughs> but that's a beatable team. Very beatable team. You you shouldn't you shouldn't be shown up by Mac Jones and Baker Mayfield in back to back weeks. Not if you're a, not if you're a true postseason team. But, you know, the, the Bengals are going to give you a test. But then you got the Broncos. Who knows what shape the Jets will be in by then. you got the Eagles. Chiefs, it, it's, a, it's, it's not an easy schedule, but there's a lot of winnable games if you're playing the way you're supposed to be playing. I think some of the positives, I think James Cook is a legit number one back. I think he is – he didn't get the ball enough. But when he did, positive yardage, you know, no, no big – he had a 20-yard run, but he, he's a run, he can catch, he can block. He does a lot of good things. I, I like James Cook as the back, at least the, the one back. Josh Allen's Josh Allen. You should be okay with that. I can't help but look at the stats and go, what does Belichick do best? He takes away your favorite number one weapon. That's Diggs, right? It's got to be Diggs. Diggs or Allen, but you know, yeah. Well, I mean, all right, so Allen's maybe took down. Maybe he took both. Allen's seven carries, 17 yards. That's it's not a very Allen-like day. He did get in the end zone. Um, Diggs, six catches, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Okay, those are good stats. They're not. They're not. They're not bad. But I look at who had better stats than Diggs, and I go, Bravo for adjusting. But at the same time, who's the only guy that Belichick probably didn't even prepare for? How about Dalton Kincaid? Eight catches on eight targets. 75 yards like uh, Dalton Kincaid who yeah first round draft pick he shouldn't be leading the team in 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 receptions he shouldn't be leading the the team in receiving yards he shouldn't be like it just shouldn't be happening which it almost is like one of those things where I guarantee at some point Darth Hoodie with a piece of paper over his face went who the heck is that guy who is that (laughs) that's not Dawson Knox like who is that so I I I don't know. I think they just made him just uncomfortable enough. They got it done, but like the defense couldn't stop you when they needed to stop you, and the offense, I would think, would put way more points on the board than this. This but. is about Belichick. Even the Kincaid point you're making there of, hey, if Dalton Kincaid beats us, fine. You know, we're gonna we'll concede that <laughs> in this battle in this AFC East game. If Kincaid beats us, good for that kid. We'll move on and notch another L in the loss column. That didn't happen. New England came out with a game plan on offense that worked. Kendrick Bourne was a weapon on the outside. Outcoached McDermott. I want to go back to something you said because you went pretty fast through something there that I think is really important for Bills fans. And Bills fans can feel it today. How important that win was going to be for Buffalo and it didn't happen. And how important that loss could play a factor in this season to Jacksonville last week. Do you have that schedule up you ran through pretty quickly? I do. Okay. I do. If I remember off the top of my head here, you mentioned uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, so you, uh, 
short week, you got the Buccaneers right now. Okay. Then you're at Cincinnati on uh, on November 5th, so you got, you got a little time. And then it was Denver, Kansas City. Denver, Jets, Eagles, then KC. There we go. So you could make an argument, LeVac. And by the way, you're at KC. Past Tampa. Again, that hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that could be one and four, one and three. You probably take the Broncos down. Okay. That's the one I had. Oh, okay. okay. So I had the Jets, the Bet. Look, the Jets already beat you. The Bengals you've struggled against over the past few seasons. Kansas City has been back and forth. They've been great games all the way through. And then all of a sudden you got the Eagles. Like, those are all really – all of a sudden if Buffalo – let's say they go one and three in that stretch, right? Did I do my math again? Let's say you lose to yeah. the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Jets. And huh. I'll, I'll give you one victory in that stretch there with Denver. You're one and three. You're seven and six heading into December. And you got to hope you can catch Jacksonville. What the hell is going to happen in the AFC South? What if Houston's well, good? I think you, and you you need to be you you probably need to be up to like eight eight and five yeah eight, eight, up three eight and five something like that because here's 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 the thing right so you said December so December tenth is your first December game that's at Kansas City then you're home for the Cowboys they're schizophrenic I don't know what you're going to get I don't know if you're going to get the dominant world beating Cowboys or the paper week just can't you can run right through them i don't who knows at chargers that sucks as you're going to them but you should beat the chargers home for the patriots you should beat them on new year's eve you should you should beat them you should have beat them this time and then you're at the dolphins there's a really good chance that because the dolphins are human on the road especially if the refs are helping that that game could be for the east that game that game you could finish the season deciding the afc east or that could be the Dolphins could have the East locked up, and that could be a chance for them to make sure you don't get a wild card. I'll even flip it on the other side. I don't disagree with you that that could be for the East, depending on how the Jets play out. But because of how the AFC playoff picture is starting to form, not only could that game be for the East, that game could be for the wild card spot who's in and who's out. So what I mean by that is that like because of how the South is shaking out with some wins, because of what the North is looking like with Cincinnati looking like they're bouncing back, Cleveland's defense and didn't look like it is strong, and Baltimore looking like one of the top teams in the NFL. Because of the win and losses, is the East only going to get one team? And then all of a sudden, it's the winner of Miami versus Buffalo. That's a scenario that could be in play when we see that matchup again. I even have to go further back with this point here with the loss to New England. It's something Levac you said a long time about Josh Allen. If you're listening to us for the first time. Thank you, 95.9, 980, Apple and Spotify. If you want to hear about your bills today. Don't forget the iHeart app. iHeart app as well, of course. You've had this point about Josh Allen. I've slowly agreed with it because it's right. The Buffalo team, and in particular, the offense, has been so Josh Allen heavy. Anytime there's been a problem, whether intentionally or unintentionally, you've always said it, they lean on Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Go make a play with your feet. Go make a play with your arm. Go make a play on fourth and one and get a first down, get a touchdown. The New England matchup, this is what happened. Belichick, as you've laid out here, said, let's take Allen out of the game. Okay, so if Josh Keep Allen yep, if Josh Allen can't win the game for us, we got to lean on somebody else. Like, hey, coach, what are we going to do? Oh, boy. Uh, we can't lean on Josh Allen? I wonder if this is the first example, too, on Sunday of when they take Josh Allen out of the game, a defense, McDermott starts scrambling. Not pun intended like Josh Allen, but like <laughs> – Oh, man, well, it's a lot easier with Allen playing good, though, for me to look good. But even if it's not them doing it, that's where Allen is most comfortable. He wants to get outside the pocket. He wants to 
He wants like he tries to deliver hits, which I would prefer he didn't. I would prefer he he slid a little bit more. But yeah, he's he's prone to hero ball. Like he's prone to it. That's a, he likes being the hero. He he believes that he's the right play every time, which I want that in my quarterback, but I also want my quarterback to go, oh, look, there's Stefan Diggs. Oh, look, there's Dalton Kincaid. Oh, look, there's Dawson Knox. But, man, it's just it, – it, they look – they don't look like the Bills. They don't look aggressive. They don't look – you know what was um, – when Rex was still there and he said – we're building a bully. And everyone, oh, a bully. Oh, whatever. Well, that's you're a football team. You, you know, as long as it's happening between the lines, go for it. They don't look like bullies right now. And I know they've got injuries. I know like the, the tackles are hurt and the defensive tackles. They got a lot of injuries. I get it. But you still should beat the Patriots. And and you barely beat the Giants. I don't know. It's it's a little nerve wracking. I, I still think I if you if you forced me to to make a, a play and say or like or a statement I still think they make the postseason for sure. I still think they're players in the postseason. But I don't think they take down the East right now. I think the Dolphins take down the East. Because even last night, last night the Dolphins, I don't know if they should have won, but they should have been a hell of a lot scarier than they were. I hear this quote more and more as they get older. And most of it I agree. Not tonight, I have a headache. No? I do hear that a lot more. I'm just tired tonight. <laughs> What I hear more and more as I get older is don't worry about other people, worry about yourself. And I've heard that I always care. LeVac knows this. I care about the industry we're in. I want to find out the trends and whatever industry you're in, the more money somebody makes in your industry is good for you. It's always sometimes competition, but it's also good for your industry. I bring that up because Buffalo fan, are you going to take that advice? Don't worry about what's happening with the Texans or the Bengals or the Jets or the entire AFC South or Cleveland can play really good defense. Worry about yourself. Because I feel like I named off a lot of teams there. And you should be concerned about maybe some of them. Because Pittsburgh right now, they're they're above Buffalo because of the bye week and everything else. Same goes for Cleveland because of the bye week. But there is a level of concern of we have to figure out what's going on, why we're getting beat by teams that are worse than us. But we have to look outside and be like, uh, is nine going to be enough? Is 10 going to be enough? Because all these things as we head into late December, a loss to New England is going to look back and say, that cost us something. It's horrible. That's a team we should have beat. That's how devastating it feels. New England mm. stunk, LeVac. They had nobody. Yeah. How did? Ba- I don't think I'm going to understand this for days still. And I'm not a Bills fan. <laughs> Bill fan is definitely still no, feeling man. it today. Like, that team stunk New England and showed off an outright win. I will. I will say this. Macaroni Jones, Levac. I will listen. Let's 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 do. It's way too early, but like, you want you ready for the cliche of the day? Oh God! If the season ended today, the Bills would be the seventh seed. If the season ended today, so basically, to your point, you don't have to worry about everybody else. Go win. If you win, you're in. If you win, you're in. That's that's it. I I don't know what the heck's going on with Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland go out there and annihilate Philadelphia with their defense and then and then look pedestrian as hell against Indianapolis. I think you're going to be surprised by this answer. Uh-oh. Halloween is in eight days, which trade is deadline. also – there you go. Ah, the I, train I deadline. That. I knew you were going. I knew what's up. Because of New England defeating Buffalo, Buffalo is more likely, less likely, or no impact at all on making a move to the deadline. Ooh, uh, bo, 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 bo. I, I think they. I, I think they're likely. 
I, I would say, I say, yeah. Why not? It, it really depends who's available. That's the thing is, is like when I look at when I look at everything right now, right? You've got, you've got Denver. Everybody in the AFC has at least two wins, which means no one's flat gone yet. Like, I mean, you are. Like, Denver's not getting in. New England's probably not getting in. Chargers probably not getting in. Tennessee, even though the Raiders are three and four, what have you seen from them that makes you think they have a chance? It, Colts are on their fifth quarterback. You know, I mean, it's they're probably all gone, but they don't. Nobody's going to admit that yet. Because if you admit that, you might be admitting that you should be replaced as a head coach or a GM. Carolina's zero and six, but they're young. What do they have? They have something you really want. Uh, Arizona's one and six. Do, do they? Do they have some? Those like Arizona's the team I would look at. Arizona, maybe even Chicago. I start looking at those teams and I go like, Hey, what do you do? You have you have a linebacker who can cover a little bit. <laughs> do you have a do you have a tackle that I can rotate in? Do you have something? Whatever. But but realistically, I don't know. I don't think you're going to be able to get somebody who's going to make that ultimate impact. But you could definitely add some depth. Yes, all of that, and that's why I kind of lean towards no impact. Here's the only reason, like, you're tempted to make the move because it's the Patriots. Buffalo Bills fans, we said this on our Sunday football show, that the Patriots historically had dominated Buffalo more than any other franchise in the history of professional sports when Tom Brady was the quarterback. And because you're so wounded by the Patriots, I can hear you all the way from Tonawanda and Orchard Park. can always let us know, Bills fans here in the Capital Region, too, that it's anybody but the Patriots. Please, we can't keep doing this. I can't keep losing to New England. How do we make this stop? The pain is enough. The problem is there's a Yankee comparison here. Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, the Pagulas, they built this roster and said, these are our guys. These are the guys we think we can win with. We brought them all in for a certain reason, a certain style. We had opportunities over the past few years to bring in other more talented people. We think this is a team that can win. And right now, because of the Milano injuries, uh, a few other injuries, but that's the NFL. Right now, those guys aren't the guys. And I don't know who the – look, they don't have a missing piece they can find. You're right. You went through the rosters. There's not one name we said, oh, you got to go get – Yankees kind of the same way. Like, the Yankees didn't make a move this offseason – or, excuse me, didn't make a move at the trade deadline because who was the missing piece? Cashman said, these are our guys we think we can win with. We've had success before. Why would anything be different in 2023? And here we sit – after a loss to Macaroni Jones. I'm, I'm a little mad it took me this long to, to think this through. Add in the fact that Leslie Frazier took a break this year. There were rumors that Sean McDermott doesn't have a great grasp on the team. Uh, Stefan Diggs was angry before the season started. You lose another game like this, Stefan Diggs starts to become a powder keg, right? Yes. So that's, I mean, that's, here's, here's, the, here's the thing, Bills fans. Diggs gonna want out if that if that becomes the case. If you lose if you lose to Tampa, watch how loud Stefan Diggs gets. It's gonna get crazy. And then all of a sudden, those little murmurs from before the season that there are issues in Buffalo are gonna start getting really, really loud. Sorry, Bills fan. Doesn't mean don't mean to do it to you. I like the Bills. I like when you're better. Even though some of your fans are a little uh, a little out of control, a little reckless when they come after me, because my Raiders are bad. I know my Raiders are bad. You thought your Bills were good. Coming up next, the play of the day right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 9.80. But right now, I want to tell you that, uh, man, I I slept so good last night. I had dreams. Like, you like you know the nights when you sleep so good, you actually remember your dreams? <laughs> I had some crazy-ass dreams last night. I'm just laughing because I've 
been with you through this whole ride of like watching you become a better sleeper at night and watching you in this, there? I knew it. This transition for you. I thought you were gonna say, you know what's crazy? Dreams in general. Like well, I you haven't slept so well when I first knew you that now yeah. even dreams I get excited I, that you're having. I don't even like because you don't have them when you don't sleep. Yeah. I don't you get down to that REM sleep, all of a sudden I'm I'm a pirate or something last night. I can't remember everything about it, but I know I know it was crazy. I know I was on a boat. I remember that much. But but then like you know, you wake up, big stretch, yawn, take out the mouthpiece, rinse it off, get ready to sleep again tonight, man. It's that easy for me. It's the, the sleep apnea used to be so bad. The the snoring was out of control. I would lose my voice. I would uh, I, I would stop breathing so much during the night that you know people would be like, dude, we're not we're not sharing hotel rooms with you when we go on the road anymore, which sounds great in in theory. But in practice, it's very expensive. So, like, now, you know, doing all the trips, doing all the stuff, snores under control, it's just a mouthpiece. No no mask, no hose, no wires, no surgery. I uh, went to Doc Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center, and they fitted me for this mouthpiece after some some really easy tests. Have you ever have you ever had a test where the, the goal is to sleep during the test before? Yeah. No. It's part of it, right? I mean, come on. It's awesome. No, I didn't. Right. Y'all, dude, it's beautiful. Sleep test, sleep study. Uh, it, it all starts with a simple phone call. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. that helps me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better, too. Hey, it's LeVac for Mohawk Chevrolet. You know I love Mohawk Chevy. Uh, of course, uh, even more right now, it is truck month. So truck month means this is your opportunity to upgrade into a 2023 Chevrolet Silverado with all kinds of great incentives. Uh, you, I literally don't have time to list them all. Like you, you, you got to go talk to Travis Horn, the GM, or all the great sales reps over there at Mohawk Chevrolet. One after another, great people. You're going to absolutely love each and every one of them. Uh, just a, it's it's the perfect place to upgrade to a Silverado, a 2023 right now, or whatever vehicle you're looking for. For being perfectly honest, not to mention. It's almost time for Trunk or Treat. So coming up on uh, Sunday the 29th, 11-1 over at Mohawk Honda, but 11-2 at Mohawk Chevrolet. Fun, free, safe, and secure environment for children at Trick or Treat. Good times, another example of the Herodin family always giving back to the community. So whether you uh, you find new roads on Car Bravo, which is backed by Mohawk Chevrolet, you go right there and check out all the great vehicles or on the website, mohawkchevrolet.com. Whatever it is you're going to do, make sure you get yourself into a Mohawk Chevrolet. Find new roads the Mohawk Chevy, where they always go out of their way to please you. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Speaking of our good friends at Mohawk Chevrolet, it is time for the play of the day. Mohawk Chevy, where they always go out of their way to please you. And um, I, I'm obviously, like, into all three major competitions this evening, right? So you got you got Monday Night Football. You're going to have the, the 49ers going to the Vikings. You got uh, a game six going on. You know, Diamondbacks, Phillies. Just a few moments here, probably yeah. about 20 minutes-ish. And then everyone's two favorite words in the world of sports when it comes to series. Game seven, Rangers-Astros. So this is going to be a, a dual-screen night the entire evening, get at, the, at least. get If you're a popcorn or you're a snack person, like I consider popcorn a snack. Some people do, some people don't. Get their favorite snack out, maybe a cold one or two. Put the kids to bed early. If they're toddlers, they don't need to wake up. If your kids are sports fans, plop them right next to dad and mom or whoever else. This is one of. Look, think about this. Like, what more do you want in a sports night? You got football. You got a chance to play for a championship. You've got an underdog story. Back when we look back on the year 2023, we might point to this date right here. October 23rd, 
is one of the best nights in sports that we get at all tonight. Awesome action. Starting off the week right. I feel like punishing you for some reason. I, uh, must win tonight for the Rangers and the Astros? I don't know why I felt like doing that to you. I had to, though. Couldn't help this, myself. This is what we've become, isn't it? Yeah. If you listen to LeVac and Gus, there's somebody who's been waiting all show long <laughs> for us to drop that. It's not, a, it's not a must win. It's a have to win is what it is. It's a, um, When a Game 7 was forced over the weekend, when Game 7 was forced yesterday, yeah. I have to admit, I sat there on my couch and thought, we're going to obviously say it on the show, right? Like, we're going to call it a must win. <laughs> we did this. Um I, I I hear it in in Corey from Greenwich's voice when I when I say when I say it. Is it a must win? Um, I mean, all right. So let's let's work let's work chronologically. Let's start with Diamondbacks, Phillies, Aaron Nola on the bump, chance to end this thing. Merle Merle Kelly going up against them. Both guys have been been very good this postseason, but. Uh, Nola beat Kelly last time they matched up, so I I assume he's going to beat him again. I gotta I gotta put a little a little love in the in the direction of the Phillies on this one. I also like the Phillies, but I've also picked the Phillies to sweep them to win every single game. <laughs> Way back a few weeks ago, be the team most likely from the expanded wild card to get to the. So I've been Phillies all day long. I've never done this bet on play of the day. Okay, this is the first time I've ever done something like this. We're claiming it right now is the coward bet. I want a coward bet tonight. Here's my bet tonight for the Phillies and Diamondbacks. I would bet money line. Don't touch the run line. Don't touch, Don't get fancy tonight. Just bet the Phillies money line to win the game. But it gets around like the seventh or the eighth inning. And let's say it's a two or three run game. Cash out. <laughs> get out. Get out and cash out. The ultimate coward bet tonight. I, because I, I kind of want Arizona to force a game seven. I like the I like the underdog story. Arizona did it a few games ago, right? They scored three in the eighth. I want some drama tonight. I called a walk off in this game before. We've had drama before. The first ever in the history of Levac and Gaz, coward bet, money line <laughs> Phillies cash out in the seventh if it's within three runs, and then Arizona comes back. I uh, I only I, I've been cashing out a little bit. I, I was I, I stopped again, but I, I will only cash out if like. Cashing out on one bet covers all the other bets. So, like, if I like, like, let's say I put twenty dollars on every game. If I cashed out on this game, like, obviously it wouldn't be it w- it, on the money line. This you wouldn't be able to do that. But like, if there was a way, like, if I did the same game parlay and that twenty was now sixty three dollars, I would cash it out because I'm covered for the night. Yes. I've made three dollars, and now the other two bets can can be profit. Thank you for thank you for covering because there's probably somebody who's like, oh, Goss is just going to throw away fifty cents. He's going. We right. know Mr. Pink Penny bets not. No, no, no. That's true. You would obviously have this something with someone else that you're in the plus money. Like if you wager ten dollars, and I don't know, you put a forty nine er prop bet on it, you win uh, two dollars net. Yes, thank you, Levac, for covering yeah. me there. So that's the only time I can like, unless I'm like I'm just convinced the momentum is swinging the other way, but. I, I don't know. I, I think I think I'm looking at this a little differently. So yes, I do like I do like Philly's money line. Obviously, I am really really hoping the Rangers beat the Astros, but Max Scherzer is on the mound. So here's what I've got. Right. So I've got leg one of my parlay is Philly's money line. Leg two of my parlay overruns in the ALCS. Because I have a feeling that if the Rangers are going to win, they're going to need to score at least five or six, which hopefully is you know six to four, and I get the uh, I get the over on that. That would make me very happy. Now I got two legs. I think it's a nine right now, and then 
I'm going to continue this parlay. Three-teamer into Monday Night Football. I want to go Niners minus seven, but I think I'm going to – I might go – got to look at it. I haven't done the numbers. I might just go Niners money line. While you consider that, while you're going back and forth, because I'm going to force you to make a play before we get off today, can we backpedal a little bit there on the Rangers Astro wager you were talking about? Because yes. I think there's something in similar fashion to the joking around about the coward bet that you should get out with plus money, people thinking I'm that dumb. But I'm glad we clarified it. <laughs> going back to Rangers Astros, I think this is a trick someone's going to fall for tonight. Okay. I don't want that to happen. You wanted to make sure it was clear that it's a over in the game when it comes yeah, to the run runs. total, the run total for the whole game. So even though you and I disagree on Scherzer, what I'd be very careful about is because it is game seven, we might see a manager go a lot quicker to get him off the mound. Like we could see Scherzer come off the mound in the second or the third. So if you're playing over runs allowed by a starting pitcher, it is not what you got in July. I hope that's again clear. Don't bite on this. If you think Scherzer's in a jam in the second and it's bases loaded and they go to the bullpen, you're going to lose your bet, even though it could be earned runs, even though it could double play. Like It's all different variables all of a sudden now in game seven of what you might be used to betting on a starting pitcher over runs. So I would run away, second coward bet today, run away from that <laughs> one too. But that one, really, I hope that's clarified too because we almost saw it in game six, right? Three we to saw- one, baby. Moneyline Niners over Moneyline Phillies. Three to one. Ten dollars is bringing back thirty. I'm ready. Like I'm doing it. We saw we saw it in game six, but I will cash out if I have to. (laughs) We saw some mound visits where a starting pitcher might have gotten yanked. Three to one payoff for that. I'm glad we clarified that again. Stay away if you want. Don't have to, but a little riskier if you decide to go with the starting pitcher over under number because it's not as true as it is to the regular season. Yeah. So, but that's where I'm at. I'm going to do that. I'm, and, you know, I'm going to play around with each game. I'll probably have like a couple bucks on each game or something like that responsibly. You know, the money I've left from this horrible weekend, it's horrible weekend. I wish I just went with what I talked about on the radio. If I, <laughs> if I only did what I talked about on the radio, I'd be living the dream. But I don't. I don't. I sit there and I go, ah, you know what? Browns can't lose this one, right? <laughs> they, you know, they don't lose. They don't win. They don't cover. You know, oh, look at the Niners are gone. <laughs> gone again. Just, just all these websites, all these, all these apps are like, come to us, Jeff. Give us back what we gave you. All those, who needs commas in their bank account, Jeff? Can we go back to the betting version of you and the voice and the no? <laughs> <laughs> that's you in your head. That's me is that my, how you sound? A, in your yeah, head? it's like ah, you know, I Raiders look good. This could be okay. I think the Bears aren't very. <laughs> I mean, the guy used to play against a mining school in Colorado. We got to be. Why is the voice in your head sort of like Cantera? Are you just doing the, are you making your Cantera? Is Cantera in your head? Because that's your Cantera impression. But now it's moved into your brain Everyone somehow. Everyone thought I was kidding when I said that was my little. That is my, he's literally like, we are, if you've noticed, you've never seen the two of us out live together. We are, we are the, we're like Russian dolls. With a, just, he sit inside. I'm whoop. I hope he's listening right now. He competes with us in our C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. We love our friends over at Pixel I think that's the, this is the first week I didn't bring back money from that, right? No. Yeah. Oh, for four week for us. Oh. So, <laughs> Cantera. By the way, I knew the Ravens were to play all week. And did I do that? No. That was your first one. I know. And I did it on the, on, I went with the total again, which was <sighs> caca duty poopy. I know the total. Ah. Cantera and you are so similar with like your personal life. And I don't even think you guys realize no, how similar No, he's happily married. 
Okay, take that part out. That's like a big part of his life. Though it was, it was funny. He came in the other day, and I was, I looked up. I go, "Are you wearing?" Um, oh crap! I can't remember. The, it's a cartoon that my kid watches. Ah, I can't think of the name of it. Oh man, but it's a, it's a it's a cartoon. Our, both of our kids watch. I go, "Are you wearing a? Are you wearing a hat from that?" Like he's like, "How'd you know?" I was like, "I just I just do. I know everything." He's probably gonna get mad at me for saying this. He's gonna think I'm starting trouble. I'm not. I'm not with this next comment. But I've worked with you long enough where if you come out of a studio with a certain Gravity attitude. Gravity Falls is the cartoon, by the way. Okay. Sorry. If you come out of the studio with a certain attitude or something has happened, I might be able to feel your uh, feelings. Like, ooh, LeVac is angry. He's mad. He's sad. Like, there could be an, a wave of energy that comes out of a studio during a show, post-show, pre-show. I could have read this totally wrong. Cantera came flying out of the studio today. Oh, yeah? And I could have sworn he was yelling at Mike Sousa. Not in a, like, mad at him way. One of our, one of our sales representatives. Thank yeah. you. That's right. Yeah. One of our sales, who's been around forever. Yeah. And I had, I had to go to Mike and be like, is, is Cantera all right? He's like, yeah. Like, I didn't notice it. I'm like, he came out of the studio like LeVac today. Like, there was an energy. <laughs> and Cantera, I swear, LeVac, when you talk to him Thursday, he's be like, yeah. I don't know what the hell guys is talking about. He's like, no, no. Something happened Monday where, like, the energy from picks was you. So there you go, Cantera. So wait, you know what I'm talking I, about. But I'm not that guy here. I haven't been able no. to be that guy here. No, no, no. Like that's I, why. That's just, why I think it shook me because I'm like, I know that. I know that walk, and I know that energy, and that's you. Because like, let's 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 be clear. I was I was thinking about this the other day. I I miss our old job because of how much I put into our old job. I've always said to you, it is a mistake to be a boss. Like it is a. It, to be a program director, a brand manager, it's a mistake. I lead from the front. I give my all to the station. Not here because they didn't pay, they didn't pay enough for all. Um, but the old thing, I used to give my all to it. So yeah, like if somebody screwed up, they got both barrels. Like they got it all. And then like and then like they look back at you and be like, "But aren't you the program director?" And you'd be like, "No, I was told when I got hired, I couldn't control the back. Whoa, look out! Here he comes!" Because you know, listen, don't <laughs> screw up. That's all I'm saying. And I will say that Cantera. He, I think he puts that into picks. He puts his all into picks. There's other people that help do it, but he puts his all. I I, I take that as a compliment. I, I like I like that Cantera had big Levac energy today. He'll have no idea what I'm talking about when he talked to him Thursday. But he probably was just in the moment, like a coach. Like did I say that during the play? I don't even remember. I don't know what I did. Goss is full of it. He'll probably say. And I will I will tell you this right. So if you're looking to advertise, if you were just on the fetch, like I kind of want to, I'm not sure, whatever. Mike's just is hysterical to, to do business with because you can't upset him. No. You cannot. I, I, he literally was late for a meeting once because he got in a car accident. And I went, did you die? And he's like, no. I go, then why were you late? <laughs> and he, and I was, I was holding back uproarious laughter because I thought it was hysterical. And he just looked at me and went, I'll try harder. I was like, wow, well, come on. <laughs> That's the energy we need. It all comes full circle. We need that energy in the games tonight. Andrew wagers. I'm going Philly's money line. I'm going Rangers money line because I'm stubborn because okay. I said that. Okay. So I'm rolling with the pick I had before. Rangers and Phillies. I want to do something more creative for the 49er Viking game tonight. You know what? KJ Osborne is floating around there a little bit. Ooh, okay. I see some of his okay. numbers. Okay. Maybe just a little over, depending on what site you want to shop for. Over receiving yards. Over in receptions, like a, oh, you got talking fantasy terms now, like an eight or a nine, so maybe like a six, seven catch, seventy yard game out of Osborne on the outside with the injury to Jefferson. Look out for him on. Potentially is my play. Niners win. 
But K.J. Osborne, the player wide receiver for the Vikings, might surprise some people statistically tonight. I might, um, hmm, about a little plus 440 San Francisco defense scores a touchdown. Oh, a little pick six against your boy Kirk Cousins. It's a, it's a primetime game. It's kicking off after one. It, Captain Kirk is known to launch him in the wrong direction. You know what? That's in there. That's on the, that's on the board. All right. Put it on the board. I'm like, yeah, I'm making crazy tonight, baby. I don't know. I've only got like ten bucks left in my account after this weekend. So, after I do everything I want to do for today, and and I'm, I usually like, I'll try to. <laughs> this just shows you how much I have a budget for what I wager. One eight hundred gambler guys, by the way. Um, I will, at some point Sunday, I will usually like, okay, I need I need X for Monday. I need Y for Thursday. Like that's literally so that money it's in my account, but it doesn't exist anymore because that I can't lose that because I don't want to put more money in until Friday, which is payday. <laughs> that's a great mindset, though. This is what I'm playing with. This is the bankroll this week. There's yep. no extra bankroll. I got to be good enough with this. This it's is what you attitude. get. Yeah. If you don't like it, stop losing. Is what I tell myself. As I say, stop it, you loser, and then I move on. Uh, all right. So what? So we both are doing parlays. We're both we're both gonna win all the monies because we're just it's it's just time it's time to win all the monies. Enjoy tonight in sports, one of the best sports under the year. Really feel yeah. like that baseball fan, football fan, enjoy this. That is that is important too. Is sometimes it's not about the wager, it's just about the entertainment. The wager helps, but you know whatever, especially if you're winning, it's a good thing. <laughs> um, all right, so I guess this Monday is behind us at this point, huh? We're done. We're all done, except for one thing. USX Pest Control. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Tell me, tell me about your experience with USX Pest Control, guys. Yes, I love USX yeah. Pest Control. Shout out to yes, our say you. Yep. Tim came over, said, "All right, guys, here's what we're looking at at your home. Here's some spots that could potentially, maybe bring something you're not prepared for. Let's set a game plan for you going forward, and we're gonna bring our guy over, Frank, and Frank's gonna check on what's working. Frank the tank. Frank the tank. What might need additional help? What you maybe don't need as much anymore, and your home is safe going forward." That's back in the summer. They've continued to follow back with me in the fall and making sure everything's working for my home. I got the two little ones at the house. I want to make sure they're safe. They want to play outside and have fun. You've heard me say this for the last two months. I swear I'm going to stop when the weather stops Mm -hmm. getting weird. Rainy weekend in the capital region. Now the chilly morning this morning. What is that doing to your home? If you're not quite sure, all it takes is one call. Hey, can you come over to my place to hear LeVac and Goss talking about LA night and USX pest control I need to know what's happening. I got too much going on, especially with the holidays coming around, too. Come help me out, and they will do it. People you want on your side to make sure your home is safe. That's what happened for me, and I know what happened for you, LeVac, thanks to USX Pest Control. USXPest.com. Set up that free inspection today. Do not wait. The weather is a turning, which means everything's trying to sneak into your house. Don't let it happen. I love the non-chemical exclusion package. Uh, all right, so tomorrow we're in studio. Yes. Wednesday we're in studio, but then I have Flock U. After the show, Thursday, we're at Mohawk Honda. Yes, we are. Thursday at Mohawk Honda will be a great event. We've got a great week all throughout the week coming up here. We're closing out October strong, and it gets started again tomorrow when we're back in studio. Thanks to the GT Toys Studio, Toys with the Z. That's correct. I made it sound like I was doing that for everyone else, but I was making sure I knew what our schedule was. Uh, everybody have a great night. <laughs> it's Fox Sports Radio 95.9, 980. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face.